saints. We just want to say that we love you so much, and there's nothing you can do about it. Amen. Amen. Let's say a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray, Lord God, that you, Lord God, will come before, Lord God, us in the teachings on today, Lord God, the things that you desire for us to know. We pray, Lord God, that you would make that known, Lord, through your yielded vessel on today in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for continuing to wash us, Lord God, make us fresh, new, Lord God, revive, restore, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you right now, Lord God, for continuing to go before our families. Lord, we just want to say thank you on today. Lord, we just want to say, Lord God, that we love you on today. Lord, we just thank you, Lord God, in advance the things that you're about to do. Lord, thank you in advance, Lord God, the things that you have planned for us in the year of 2024. Lord, we're taking it one step at a time, one day at a time. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you in advance, Lord, because we know, Lord God, that you, Lord, have shown up and shown out, Lord God. All we're waiting for is that manifestation. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you right now. I thank you, Lord, for my sisters and brothers in Christ. Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you continue to guide their steps, order their steps in your word. I thank you for going before their families, their husbands, their wives, their children. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, their extended family. Lord, I thank you for doing what only you can do in the lives of your people, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for giving me the tongue of the learned, Lord. All glory go to you, Lord. All glory go to you, Abba Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Jesus, we pray. Amen. And so, saints, I'm excited to be back again. Amen. Of course, we came together last night. All right. And uh, that was just a couple hours ago. Amen. But uh, even even in those couple of hours, you'd be surprised the revelation the Lord gave me. Amen. In those couple of hours for us, uh, for the body of Christ. Amen. And uh, I'm excited about it. Amen. I'm always excited about the revelations that Lord gives. Revelation is just simply um, something that will enlighten the body of Christ. Amen. To uh, to encourage us to keep going stronger. Amen. To encourage us to keep keep going, keep going. You may not. You may see something you do as little, right? You may see uh, what you're doing. You might witness uh, on the bus to somebody, right? Or you might. You know, whatever whatever it is that you do that you uh, deem little, you have no idea how big that thing is to father. Amen. You have no idea how big it is. And the Lord just wants to see, are you going to continue to do this? Amen. Can I trust you with the little things? Amen. Many times we look at things as little, but it's really not little. It's massive. 
Amen. It's massive because the Lord looks at things way differently than we do. So if there's someone out there and you're doing something contributing to the kingdom and it looks small, right? It looks minute. Don't don't worry about it. Amen. Don't worry about it. Um, Just keep going. Amen. Just keep going. Uh, God is doing something. Amen. God is doing something. And so um, we're going to go on. I feel like I'm rambling right now. Amen. But I pray that someone was encouraged by those words spoken. Amen. Those words spoken. Um, we are going to walk on water. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we're going to. Lord's will come from Psalms chapter 11. Um, I want to uh, say that I thank God for all of the men of God out there and all of the daughters of Zion out there. I really do thank God for you all on today. Amen. I really do thank God for you all on today. I thank God for each and every last person that the Lord used to speak a word into my life. Amen. Speak a word into my life, whether they knew it or not. Amen. Whether they knew it or not. I thank God for each and every last person that Lord, the Lord used to speak a word into my life. Now, most of the, most oftentimes when we say, uh, the Lord spoke a word in my life, uh, the Lord used someone to speak a word in my life. Many times we think that, uh, that means, uh, yea, the Lord will say unto you, daughter, yea, the Lord will say unto you, son, that uh, the word of the Lord don't always come like that. Amen. The word of the Lord can come through wisdom. The word of the Lord come through knowledge. The word of the Lord can come through revelation. Amen. The word of the Lord can come through the word of God. Amen. The scriptures. And so many times, uh, we can dismiss those that come with the word of the Lord because it's not yea the Lord will say unto you hearken unto the voice of the Lord you know it's it's not always going to be the formalities of of what uh, most prophets do amen most prophets do that amen uh they they come with that yea the lord will speak yea the lord will say these things like this right here but most oftentimes you're the words that you will most oftentimes get and maybe miss it, it doesn't even come with yea the lord will say unto his people you know what i'm saying most oftentimes it's just the word of the lord that is just um, calmly spoken or the preach word or something to this nature. It's not always how we feel and what we feel. Amen. And, and uh, someone standing us up and prophesying to us. Amen. I'm going to share something with you that was uh, that was a doozy to me. Amen. But I tell you what, the Lord cares about his people. And there are many people that go around and um, I'm, I'm going to say my people. I'm going to say um, those of color, those of color. There are there are many of color that go around and they discredit the name Jesus. OK, they discredit the scriptures they discredit many many things uh when it comes to the lord and the sad thing about it they do these things in ignorance amen it's ignorant to do that but 
I'm th- I'm believing that many of them just don't know. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. Well, there you go. That's a prime example of people perishing for the lack of knowledge. They say the Bible was given to us during slavery to keep us in bondage. <clears throat> and I'm not going to say that I disagree. I'm not going to say that I disagree. Not with what the revelation of the Lord, the revelation the Lord gave me on this morning. On this morning. Stick close, saints. Stick close today. I'm going to go ahead on and read Psalms chapter 11. And then I'm going to share with you the revelation the Lord gave me. And we're going to understand why the enemy has come the way he's come. And we'll be able to combat those that are still alive out there. Those that can still feel. Those that can still have the the unction inside of them to do better. Amen. Because in knowing that all of us have fallen short of the glory. Amen. But knowing, you know what? I'm responsible for me. I can I can only tell others, but I'm responsible for myself. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. So we're going to read Psalm 11, and then we're going to go into what the Lord showed me. We're reading out of the KJV, Psalms chapter 11, verse 1 says in the Lord put I my trust how say ye to my soul flee as a bird to your mountain for lo the wicked bend their bow they make ready their arrow upon the string that they may privily shoot at the upright in heart. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven his eyes behold his eyelids try the children of men the Lord trieth the righteous but the wicked And him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. Upon the wicked, he shall rain snares, fire, and brimstone, and an horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. 
for the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance doth behold the upright. Hallelujah. For the righteous Lord love righteousness. And his countenance doth behold the upright. His countenance beholds the upright. The definition for countenance, countenance. is a person's face or facial expression. Definition two says something funny. It says support. Support. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance doth behold the upright. His support. His support. His expression. His very, his, the essence of who he is. Beholds the upright. And this is why it's important for you and I to strive to be upright. Amen. The word the Lord gave us is um let me go back and look is this many 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 people mainly i'm not sure what the other nations are saying but uh as i know so far it isn't as bad as in as as it is with the colored people the people of colors people of colors many have ran out and many have run off the cliff many have ran way left many have left the faith claiming that they are in the faith not realizing that they've left it a long time ago and so this message is for you today this message that the Lord gave me is for you. Those that the Lord is still desiring to come closer now. Those that have heard through the grapevine that the book is hogwash. Those that heard through the grapevine that I don't have to respect, reverence, cherish anything in the Bible because it was given to us by King James. And King James was this and King James was that. Let me tell you something. You listen to me. 
Most of the greats that were in the land, they have passed on now. Most of the greats, they recorded down in history as something that they were not. Most of the greats. They recorded Moses down as a warlock. Why would they do that to Moses? Why would they record Moses as a warlock? Now, am I saying King James was a prophet? That's not what I'm saying. King James was the one that uh, made it possible for us to get it to uh, in, in English version today. He was the one that made it possible. But because of such a major door open. Now, this is not the door of the corporate ladder ladder. Okay, this is not the door to this and the door to that and the door to, no, no. But this is a door to the generations that would continue to generate sons and daughters of the most high. I'm talking about, I'm talking about these type of doors now. You mean to tell me that somebody that the Lord used to open huge doors and i didn't say to open doors and then at the end the same man that opened the door began to curse the same door he opened began to curse the same letters that he shared with others began to curse this is not what is recorded amen this is this this not what i'm talking about but i'm talking about those greats that did something marvelous in the sight of the lord that were humble enough to allow the Lord to use them to do something in the earth realm. You don't you you think that they're gonna really record of uh, the goodness that was done? You think they're gonna record all the goodness to put it on front street so that you can be inspired, that you can be enlightened? So Moses went down as a warlock. Why? Because he opened the Red Sea. He didn't do that alone. The Lord did that. The Lord of hosts is his name. Because he led thousands out from bondage. King James allowed the Lord to use him to do the same thing. Lead thousands out of bondage. But what do they say today? Today they say, they they because they let us out of bondage they gave us a book called the bible to put us back in bondage and again i cannot disagree with you this is what the lord gave us on today before I read this, we're going to go to, um, we're going to go to Matthew chapter 11. We just came from Psalms 11. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 11 and verse 28. If you have your Bibles, I would love for you to read along with me. Matthew chapter 11. And verse 28.
let's see here. 11, 28. Yeah, let's see. Let's do 25. Says, at that time, Jesus answered. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father. I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hath revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. So it seemed good in the Lord's sight to reveal these things not to the, the not to the um, not to the wise and prudent, but has revealed them unto babes. All right. Now give me a second here. Let me put some marks on this. All right. So it says, I thank thee, O Father, Jesus is saying, Lord of heaven and earth, thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hath revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. Stick with me. We're going somewhere. All things are delivered unto me of my father and no man knoweth the son but the father neither knoweth any man the father save the son and he to whomsoever the son will reveal him amen 28 says come unto me this part come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest now jesus is saying come to me all of you that labor and are heavy laden. What does this mean? This means bondage. Good God. I mean, you labor and heavy laden. That's, that's a lot. That's a heavy thing that's on your shoulders, right? That's a heavy thing that's on my shoulders. And the Lord Jesus says, come to me. All of you that labor and are heavy means this thing is heavy now or heavy laden and i will give you rest this is what jesus promised but let's read on let's read on because there is a bondage there and it's in verse 28 coming to me all ye that are that labor and are heavy laden and jesus said i'll give you rest now verse 29 but see this just verse 29 and this is what is tripping a lot of the of the people of color up and not just the people of color, because I believe the people of color have a great influence. Not just the people of color, but all nations have great influence. Amen. But I just believe the people of color, I think because of all the different variety of colors, it, it just takes uh, a look and then a, another look. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we, we, I don't believe, like we don't demand attention. But it's like, how can one nation of people be so many different colors? You got to know that there's a God in heaven. 
Amen. You got to know that there's a God in heaven. One nation of people, so many different variety of colors. Good God. So that alone could make one look and then look again and ponder like, how is that? Like, how is how do they all look so different, but they all look so alike and they all one nation? And how is, you know, it can cause question. These nation of people now, okay, because they can cause other nations to look and look again, of course the devil is going to fight. He fights all nations of people. But when you look at the people of color, you just got to, you just got to take a pause break. Like what really, what is really going on? The men fighting the women, the women fighting the men, chilling, fighting everybody, just everybody fighting. It's cool to kill. It's cool to steal. It's cool to. I'm not saying that only the people of color kill. I'm not saying only the people of color steal. I'm saying when you stand back and look at a whole as a whole, this is what is portrayed across the screens. And if you dial in and listen, many people of color have went there they've they've broken off a branch and went their own way but the bible is right because many feel like for years we've been laden we've been laboring and heavy laden so now in their minds they believe that now it's time to be free to believe what i want to believe but see jesus already said come to me all of you that are heavy laden, it don't have anything. It don't just deal with slavery and things that people say happened in time past. But it deals with all of us, every last one of us that have been bound by something, have been bound by bad habits, have been bound by things. This is a captivity as well. And the Lord tells us, come. All of you that labor and are heavy laden. And the Lord promises rest. But then something else happens. And this something else. Uh, the so Many, many people of color and others that believe this way. They were too smart. They were too smart for the, they were too smart for, for the Lord in verse 29. Because, see, I don't know if you've ever seen that commercial. But... Uh, there was an old man. I don't think they played that commercial anymore, but the old man, um, I think it was an insurance commercial and the old man, he had a dollar on the end of a fishing pole and he had the, uh, the, he had the dollar hanging in front of this person and the person was trying to save on their insurance. And so they were trying to grab the dollar and every time they reach at the dollar, the man would yank the pole and say, oh, you got to be quicker than that. Oh, you got to be quicker than that. And I just used to love that commercial. Oh, it used to tickle me so much every time I saw it. it I would just love that commercial when they would try to grab the dollar and the man yanked the pole and say, you got to be quicker than that. Well, this is what we're looking at when we look at Gen Z's and many people that feel like they're smarter than what Jesus said when Jesus said, Coming to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Well, there are many out there, they took that, and they were like, oh, Jesus, you got to be quicker than that. We way smarter than that. Because, see, now we, yeah, we've been heavy laden and under bondage. But, see, now um, we already know 
that 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 the king that king james and all the rest of them boys they gave us this bible in the in the in the taskmasters gave us this bible because they wanted to put us in more bondage so jesus you got to be quicker than that and many felt like they were more intelligent than the lord but the lord is calling you back now He's saying those that will, let them come. Right here in verse 29, it says, take my yoke. What? Wait a, wait a, wait a, wait a ever loving minute. Hang on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Flag in the plate. Time out. All right. Time out. Flag in the plate. You said take my yoke. You just said you were going to. You, you, you. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You just said. You just said that you were going to free us. You just said to take my yoke, learn of me, okay? And and, and, and now you're saying that you want to bind us again? You said, come unto me, all you that are that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, right? Now, now that you're saying you're gonna give us rest. You're saying, take my yoke and learn of me? <laughs> like, where they do that at? Now, see, Jesus, you got to be quicker than that. Because, see, I understand what that means. And I understand what a yoke is. And I understand you saying, come to me. You just saying, come to me so you can bind me. But you see, without the Lord, you and I are brute beasts. Can I tell you something that brute beasts do? Let me tell you. Let me let me let me let me, let me tell you what brute beasts do. Brute beasts will run off a cliff, and that's what many have done. They've ran off a cliff because they told Jesus, "Oh, you got to be quicker than that." Ah, uh, you're saying to come into you, those of us that are heavy laden, that you're gonna give us rest. Then you immediately want to yoke us back down, and this is what they say. The taskmasters did. The taskmasters gave us the Bible to yoke us down. Hmm. What does yoke mean? We took the liberty to look up the word yoke. And yoke. is see you don't want to say nothing on this one okay so yoke is a device for joining together a pair of drag there you go just a little short but you did it let's see let's try it again yoke okay so a device for joining together a pair of draft animals, especially oxen, usually consisting of a cross piece with two bow-shaped pieces, each enclose the head of an animal. All right. A pair of draft animals fastened together by a yoke. So a yoke 
fastens two together as one. Okay. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart and you shall find rest in your soul. Jesus says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So what does this mean? This means you, me, he, and she, every last one of us, we're going to have to be yoked to something, to someone. I'm going to say it again. Every last one of us, we have to, unless we're going to be like those violent pigs that were filled with demons and ran off the cliff and killed themselves. You and I are going to have to be yoked to something, someone. So while we were like, oh, Jesus, you got to be quicker than that. While you talk about coming to you, all of us that were heavy laden, all of us that was under bondage, and you're going to give us rest. Immediately when you give us rest, thank you, Holy Ghost, when you give us rest, you talking about you're going to put a yoke on us. But see, it's just like the example the Lord just gave me of a dog just say you go pay the price and the price you pay for this beautiful dog a uh, beast the dog the price you pay for this dog because you love this dog so much you've always wanted this dog the price you pay for this dog is them chopping off your ever-loving leg so now you got one leg and you but you give your leg for this dog tell me this Tell me this, you and your intelligence, you're so smart, you're so lifted up. Tell me this, and you and your intelligence, would you get the dog? Now, you ain't got but one leg. Would you get the dog? Would you, what would you do with the dog when you got the dog? Tell me this. Would you let the dog, would you take the dog, you take the dog home? Of course, you're going to get the dog some food and water. But besides that, would you, you ain't got but one leg. Would you open the door and let the dog out? Let the dog run and, you know, don't never watch the dog. Just trust the dog to come back inside. Would you mm, put a leash on the dog at least? Would you put a leash on your dog? I mean, you gave your leg. You don't get to run no more. You don't get to jump no more. You don't get to skip. None of that. But you got your dog. Would you put a leash on your dog? No. Would you put a collar? Would you put a collar on your dog? Would you go so far as to put the information on the dog if the dog ever got lost? Look, this is the phone number. This is my phone number. This is my address. This is my name. Please, if you ever find my dog in the case of my dog getting lost, please have a, a human, enough humanity about yourself you, to return my dog, please. Would, would If you gave your leg for the dog, would you take proper precautions of putting a yoke on the dog's neck to make sure the dog is with you? Well, 
The Bible says we're brute beasts. And the only thing good about us is Abba. So when Jesus said, all of you that are burdened, all of you that are late, all of you that labor and are heavy laden, coming to me and I will give you rest. Why did we think that that meant I'm going to take the collar that these men put on you. I'm going to take this collar off and y'all come to me and I'm not going to put a collar on you. I'm going to let you run fancy free. I'm going to let you run and get all type of fleas and ticks. I'm going to let the fleas suck every last drop of blood at you. I'm going to let the ticks bite you to death. I'm going to, I'm going to just, just, just come and you can be fancy free. Who does that? Who does that? So we say, well, they, they gave us the Bible to put us in bondage and they, what? Okay. Okay. So choose you this day, which bondage you desire. Because like I said, we're going to be bound to something. Either we're going to be bound to the will of our own flesh and God knows that is not what we need. Because guess what? The flesh knows it's going back to the dirt. It don't have, it don't have no respect, no love for you. Talking about you, you're a supernatural being. The flesh don't care about none of that. My flesh, your flesh, his flesh, her flesh. None of our flesh don't care about that. Talking about you, a supernatural being. As a matter of fact, I don't like you because you're supernatural because the, I gotta die and go back to the dirt and you get to live forever. I tell you what, I want you to die too. The flesh don't care nothing about us. So he says, those of you that labor and are heavy laden, he says, come to me and I will give you rest. Now, those of those of color and many others that believe this way have said, you got to be quicker than that. I ain't no fool. I just got free. And then these folks want to come and give us the Bible and put us back on the bondage. What kind of fool they think we is? A big one. If you think that the, that you're going to run around and not be yoked to something. Many people, because they reject the yoke of the Lord, they begin to yoke themselves to themselves, which is a doozy. They begin to yoke themselves to other knowledge out there. That's another doozy. They begin to yoke themselves to the devil because anything outside of the word of God is yoked to the devil. I don't care if we yoke ourselves to ourselves. I don't care if we yoke ourselves to other knowledge out there. I don't care what we yoke ourselves to. If it's other anything other than the word of God, it leads to destruction. That is it. In a nutshell. So now. This is what causes conflict. In many communities, you mean to tell me it's got to be your way or the highway? It's not my way. I've, I've consciously made myself one with the way. So it seems like it's my way. <laughs> it seems like it's your pastor's way. It seems like it's your mama's way, your daddy's way. It seems like it's their way because they continue to make themselves one with the way. And so now because we done yoked ourselves up with sin. We done yoked ourselves up with the way we think, we believe, we respond. Now we look at that folks talk about, oh, uh, it's got to be your way. It, it's got to be your way. It ain't our way. 
but you think it's our way because we made ourselves one with the way. So now others look, oh, it's got to be your way. It's got to be your way or the highway. Well, if you want to look at it like that, yeah, 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 pretty much, yeah. That dog, if you, because you're just so bright, if you then gave your leg and you bring this dog home and you choose not to put a collar on this dog, you better hear me real close. And you open that door and that dog run out there to use the bathroom, whatever you got to do. And that dog runs uptown, up the street, down the road. And somebody see that dog, that same dog you gave your leg for. And they see that dog don't have no collar on it. What you think they going to do to that dog? They're going to put a collar on it. I'm not finna just be running all around town, hanging up pictures, talking about, is this your dog? Call this number, blah, blah, blah. No, see, we're living in 2024. And in 2024, there, there's a cute little dog, no tag, no nothing, living in the city. You probably ain't finna never find who this dog on. Somebody with some sense is going to get the dog and put a collar on the dog. And take the dog as their own. Because many of us, we don't want the yoke of the Lord. He already said, hey, it's easy and the burden is light. Nah, yeah, but see, see, I just did the yoke, that part, you know, that part, you know, I was for it. I was for it. But then when you said yoke, that part, that part got me, you know, yoke, that part It's that part for me. It's that part for me, the yoke part. But what we don't realize is if we don't take on the Lord's yoke, which means it's a piece that con- that connects us together. Who, who, who is going to be safe in this land full of demons and principalities and powers when they're not, they don't have no collar on? I, I, see, you oh, you got to be quicker than that. You got to be quicker than that. And so they run around here talking about, hey, I don't have to read the Bible. And I don't have to believe the Bible. And, I don't, and they run around here with no yoke. They don't have the yoke of the Lord. And these demons are out here. And they looking. Seeking who they can devour. And we want to be foolish enough to run around here without a yoke on the neck. Oh, they gave us the Bible to 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 yoke us and to put us in bondage. And again, I don't disagree with you. You're going to be yoked to something. And if we don't be caught with the yoke of the Lord on us. Let me tell you something about a devil. There was a man in the Bible, the demon spoke out of him and said, uh, Jesus said, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion, for we are many. What does that mean? That means the devil don't care, okay, if a demon, you run out here without a collar on, and then the demon yoke you, right? The demon uh, 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 put, he, he enters in. 
Demons, demons don't, they don't, they don't. Demons, demons are looking for a party. It's not a party of one with demons. So, okay, this demon has yoked this person down. That don't mean that more demons can come in because this demon gonna open the door for more demons and 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 more and more and more and more. When Jesus said, come unto me, all of you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. What does that mean? I'm going to put my stamp of approval on you. I'm going to put my name of you on you. Learn of me. Learn how I did it and what I did. My yoke is easy and my, and the burden is light. But you, you, you thought I was trying to trick you into bondage. So, so you ran out there and you got yoked up anyway. But instead of the yoke that was easy and light, you got yoked up with a legion of demons. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. What does that mean? That means if when I yoke myself to you, you have no choice but to do what I tell you to do and go where I tell you to go. Even if it's through the valley of the shadow of death or in the lion's den or in the fiery furnace that's been turned up seven times hotter. You will go where I tell you to go. But this is only to humble you. This is only to 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 show you how to be meek. And lowly, not in appearance, uh uh-uh, not in appearance, but to be meek and lowly in the heart. Because I know Abba, that's what he read. He read the heart. He said, they that worship me must worship in spirit and in truth. So he's not looking at what we do with our appearance and what we say and all that. He's going to read the heart of man. So so now you take my yoke on you, because if you if you reject my yoke, you're going to run out there and you really gonna hate to god you ever let somebody fool you that this bible was for bondage you're gonna hate that and i have a revelation to share with you that the lord gave us that's clear crystal as day stick with me to the end says take my yoke upon you and learn of me for what? When he say learn of me, then he's saying this is the ingredients I want you to have. I want you to be meek. I want you to be lowly in heart. Not prideful. Pride. Just just pride. Just wearing pride like a perfume and a cologne. It stinks in God's nostrils. Be meek and lowly in heart. And listen to this. And you shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light this is what jesus said i want you to learn of me my yoke is easy my burden is light. So this is what many people of color have been walking around saying that Jesus came and, you know, and it, it just ain't all light. 
what they gave us. You know, King James, uh, they funded this and, and the book went all over the place. But this was just only to make the colored race, the people of color, to put them in more, put us in more bondage. Put us in more bondage. Put us in more bondage. But the, the dumb thing about that is, Jesus, I had already said, take my yoke and learn of me. So, again, everybody in the whole world is yoked up to something. Either we're yoked up to the Lord or we're yoked up to the devil. Something the Lord showed me on this morning was something astounding to me. It's dealing with King James again. King James was born June the 19th. 1566, June the 19th, 1566. Says born in Edinburgh, born in Edinburgh Castle on 19th June, 1566. James was the only son of Mary, Queen of Scots and her second husband, Lord Darnley. He was less than a year old when he saw his mother for the last time and 13 months old. When he was crowned King of Scots in Stirling after her forced abdication. This man, King James, was born on June the 19th. The Lord directed me to a holiday that America recognizes as Juneteenth. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of the holiday called Juneteenth. But listen to this. Listen, listen very closely to this. Juneteenth is written, says it's a holiday celebrated on June 19th. Listen to this. To commemorate the emancipation of enslaved people in the U.S. The holiday was first celebrated in Texas, where on the date is 1865, in the aftermath of the Civil War, enslaved people were declared free. All right. Are you still with me? Enslaved people were declared free. Under the terms of the 1862 Emancipation Proclamation. All glory be to the Lord. Do you not see what has been done? Do you not see how the enemy slipped in? Do you think that it was a coincidence by chance that
you know, that this was done on the 19th of June. Do, do, do you think that was a coincidence? He was born, King James was born in 1566. In 1865, after the aftermath of the Civil War, enslaved people were declared free under the terms of the 1862 Emancipation Proclamation. So his birthday was on June 19th. The day he entered the world, Jesus already knew. I've known you before you were born. Jesus already knew the day this man entered the world, he was going to use this man in such a great manner to influence and give, give a gift to people worlds past even after he died. The Lord already knew when this man entered the world, what he was going to allow him to do. Which was what? Bring freedom. But because so many people are fleshed out, they don't look at the word of God as freedom. Jesus already said, take my yoke. He says, come to me, all of you that labor and are heavy laden. I'm going to give you rest. But because in the next verse, he said, take my yoke. Many people were like, hold up, wait a minute. What you mean? Take your yoke. We just got free. We're going to be yoked to something. I'm going to be yoked to something. Many people are bound by the law of the land. But guess what? There are those that run around that say, I ain't bound by the law of the land. You know where they end up? Bound by the law of man in jail, in chains, in irons, behind bars. We're going to be yoked to something. We're going to be bound to something. We get to choose what it is. Either you obey the law or you get you behind in jail. It's just that simple. I'm going to read this again, saints. And when the Lord gave me this this morning, I was like, what? Did you know Juneteenth was King James' birthday? The same man that was born on this day is the same one that made it possible for the Lord use him to make it possible for us to get the King James Bible? Freedom. Freedom to the enslaved mindsets. But these same, some of these same uh, people of color, they take this freedom and they say it's bondage and they go out and yoke themselves up with a whole legion of demons. The Lord freed us. When he gave us the word, he continues to free us from who are from from who ourselves, 
I'm going to free you from the flesh that don't like you no way. Your flesh, his flesh, her flesh, don't nobody flesh like it. Well, no, flesh can't love. So I'm going to free you from that. And you take my yoke, which means to bind two together. I would rather in a hundred million zillion infinity years be bound to life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'd rather be bound to truth. I'd rather be bound to the way back. I'd rather be bound to life any day. I'd rather be yoked to life any day than to be bound and yoked to death and destruction and chaos and malice and strife and envy and jealousy and and all the works of the flesh. Juneteenth, I never really looked into, I'm not a big holiday person. So Juneteenth, I never really, I heard of Juneteenth, but I never just really dial into these things. But this morning, the Lord, the Lord gave me these two things and put these two things in front of me. Juneteenth, June the 19th, they call it Juneteenth. But you have 16, 17, 18, 13, 14. But it's the 19th that they're reverencing. It's the, the 19th. They call it Juneteenth, but it's the 19th. A holiday, a holiday celebrated on June 19th, which is King James's birthday, the 19th. Celebrated on June 19th to commemorate the emancipation of enslaved people in the U.S. The holiday was first celebrated in Texas, where on the date in 1865, in the aftermath of the Civil War, enslaved people were declared free. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'm going to give you rest. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to use this man and give it to you. I'm going to use him to give it to you. He's going to give it to you. Take my yoke. Because, oh, we've been beaten, we've been bruised, we've been slaughtered, we've been scorned. And now you you want us to take our take the yoke. You better do what's best for you and your children and your children's children. Take this yoke. You know why? Because I know what's out there. And these people out here don't love you. The best thing for you to do, take my yoke and learn of me. Take your yoke. Yes, I'm going to let this man give you. The word of God. I'm going to let him give you my words where you can read it and understand it. Take this yoke and learn about me. Stop listening to folks talking about y'all reading that Bible. That Bible ain't nothing. And this, this, that, that, and this. You better stop listening to these legion of demons. Jesus said, take my yoke and learn everything you can about me he says for i am meek and lowly the only ain't nothing in life teach us to be meek and lowly and humble at heart 
This word is what teaches us how to do that. Anybody else can teach us how to fake it. Tell me, fake it till you make it. But it's this word that makes sure that we got it. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. I'm going to let this one born on June the 19th. I'm going to let him give you these words. You take this yoke and you learn of me. And then, you know, you got the smart ones, honey. You know who gave you that? You know, you know, who you know, who interpreted that for us? Honey, you know who did that? You better leave that Bible alone. Honey. The only thing they want to do, they want to enslave us again. honey. You better leave that stuff alone. Yeah, honey, you better you better leave that way and say, honey. I'm telling you about these folks. These folks think they smart. Oh, you got to be quicker than that. Oh, you got to be quicker than that. Take these words, those of you that still got sense. Take these words and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly. And this is what you're going to see in these scriptures. They just want to give us the word because, um, because, you know, they, uh, they, they want us to be meek and lowly to the taskmasters and they want us to be meek and lowly to the ta- Take my words and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. And ye shall find rest unto your soul. I wouldn't teach, preach, or prophesy or any of that if the Lord had not made his word so clear and true in my life. I don't believe just to believe, just to have something to do. The Lord has shown up so mighty in my life. And to this word, I take it no matter where God send me, even if it be to the grave. This is how much we got to believe on the word of God. He says, I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest in your soul. When I tell you that things in this world that's coming, the things that the Bible has prophesied has is coming. When I tell you that we have to have rest in our souls. That's something can't nobody take away. Perilous times and famines, but rest in our soul. He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So take this. I'm going to allow this right here to be taken. I'm going to allow you to to take this and I want you to learn of me because the enemy is on the prowl now and he's Seeking whom he may devour. Because I love you, I'll have it that you have life and have it more abundantly. 
But the only way you're going to have life is to be yoked with life. A yoke is something that yokes two together. And the only way you're going to have life is if you roll with life. The only way we're going to have life is if we walk with life, if we talk with life, if we have relationship with life. So the Lord says, I'm going to allow my word to reach you. And I'm going to free you from the taskmaster's grip. But that don't mean I'm going to let you run around like a free dog. A free little puppy. You just all over the place. Because now you don't got free. You look out and you see those that's running all around like a free puppy. You see the life of them. They free. But no, they bound. Why? Because you're going to be bound to something. We're going to be yoked to something. Juneteenth. was to commemorate the emancipation of enslaved people in the United States. The holiday was first celebrated in Texas, where on that date in 1865, in the aftermath of the Civil War, enslaved people were declared free. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So in that freedom, some of us realized that that was a Messiah. And the cost of our freedom was to be yoked to the Messiah that paid for us, but he paid the price in blood. So hold up, hold up, wait a minute. Because this is toying with my intellect. I'm free from man. But you mean to tell me? In the the cost of my freedom. Causes me to be yoked. To a Messiah. That came. And paid the price in blood. Because his father sent him. Because he loved the world. And gave his son for those who would let them come and take part of the tree of life and live forever and ever. Amen. Somebody lied. Somebody told me that this Bible was to keep me bound in the way I was thinking. Somebody told me this Bible was to keep me uh, 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 at odds with myself and who I really am. Somebody told me that I should not reverence the scriptures. Who was it that told me that I was going to find life after I left life alone? 
Who was that that told me that I was going to find light after I left the light of God? Who was that that told me that I was going to find peace and rest in my soul after I left the peace, the God of peace, the God of salvation? the God of holiness, righteousness in his countenance. Who was that that told me this treacherous lie? That I didn't have to be yoked to nothing and now I'm yoked to the sins of my flesh. I'm yoked to this bondage called life. I'm yoked to living next to the Joneses and wanting what the Joneses got. I'm yoked. The Lord says, come today. Hallelujah. The Lord says, come to me. Amen. Come to me and I will give you rest. Come to me. Just come to me. Come to me. Come to me now. I'm going to give you rest. What you've been looking for. What you've been searching for. See, the thing about it is, the thing about it, when, when you're dealing with a lie, you have to renounce and denounce the lie. So that the truth can prevail. But if you hold the lie up above the knowledge of God, there's really nothing anybody can do for you. But you got to cast that lie down now. Cast it down so that the truth can prevail. Because it is the truth that makes us free. Has anybody asked you this question? What is the price? of freedom what is the price of freedom what is the price of freedom what is the price of freedom